in today's show. I'm looking ahead to Thursday's action in the NBA. Miggy Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need and you don't want and can even negotiate better deals on the ones that you want to keep. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's look ahead to Thursday. It's just the four games. I'm a bit of a quiet one. So let's take a look at those games and also um, players that we can stream. Back-to-backs for Thursday, Fridays. Only one of those teams there we're looking at. And uh, yeah, options to stream in on a, a very, very streamable Thursday. Let's crack in now. And the first game, this day is weird. There's four games on. And two of them are games that we've already seen this week. And one of those is the first one, and that is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic. Just keeping more of an eye on the Connaughton, Grayson Allen, uh, Dante DiVincenzo, Triumvirate, how those minutes get distributed. I think what it's going to end up with, with all of them being useless for 12-team leagues, I would think that if you do have Allen, especially, he is a clear uh, Jack Armstrong. Get that garbage out of here! I think... Uh, Pat Connaughton is a guy we can consider as a drop as well, and DiVincenzo is not an ad. I think they're just going to steal too many minutes off each other, throw in George Hill into that mix. Injuries happen, and then you go add those blokes, but we're really just sort of paying attention here in this game to how that looks with those players with a fully healthy squad, minus Brook Lopez. On the Magic side of things, Franz Wagner... Wagner, of course, dropped in 38 points last game. Do we expect that? No. And if you do, I think you're crazy. But he's going to have a great opportunity. There's still no Cole Anthony. There's still no Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, man. This bloke copped that COVID illness right at the start of the pandemic. And it knocked him out for months. And now he's got it again. And, you know, he hasn't played since the 12th of December. That's going on. You're getting close to three weeks now. Absence for Bamba. So we hope he's okay. He's out, Suggs is out, Anthony's out, Ross is out, Akiki's out, Fultz is out, Isaac's out, Mulder's out, Carter Williams is out, Moore is out, and your mate Hassani Gravit is out as well. So Wagner's got that opportunity to be the lead offensive player once again. So it's going to be a big game for him. I'm really excited to see what he can bring. I'm also very interested to see what um, Gary Harris can do for us. Nice, Gary! Because he's going to take a lot of shots. I think he's going to be pretty useful. Um, he was a little bit poor the last time against Milwaukee, but I do think that there is a really good opportunity for him here to have another yeah, maybe 18, 20-point scoring game, get a little bit of work in terms of handling the ball. Also, watching Roderick Hampton Jr. and uh, and Tim Frazier. Remember, they started Hassani Gravit at point guard last game. Are they going to go to Hampton? Will Tim Frazier get the start? They recently signed a bloke by the name of Gabe York, so shout-out to Yorkie. We'll see what he if he plays. Like There is a gaping hole, giggity. Giggity. At point guard for this Magic team. Someone's going to have to fill it. Maybe Hampton is the man. We'll see. On to the next game. We're looking at the Philadelphia 76ers and the... Not the the Tyrese Maxis and the Brooklyn Nets. That preempts what I was going to say. Tyrese Maxi was shit-ass last game. 
Can he be better? Yes, I imagine he can be. The Sixers, though, are going to be getting some players back from COVID. It looks like Shake Milton will be back. Andre Drummond, the big avocado, he will be back in action. Uh, Milton is questionable. Dan Green remains out. Um, is Maxi a hold? Yes. Am I not? Am I not feeling particularly confident with it? Yeah, I'm not. Like I, I don't know where he's going. He's very inconsistent of late. And we know that that huge run he had when everyone was out was obviously not representative of his rest of season numbers. I also want to watch the painter, Matisse Thibel. He's going to start again with Danny Green out. He's probably going to play good minutes. And he's probably going to do absolutely jack shit on offense. We know that there can be defensive stats there, but they're coming very sporadically at the moment, as they do when they are you know, very low number um, categories, like steals and blocks. Like You get two steals one game, it looks great. You get zero steals the next game, it looks terrible, and that's averaging one steal, which is okay. But that's the problem with those numbers. They're so wildly fluctuable. I don't think that's actually a word, but anyway, I think you get the gist of it, that Thibel can be very hit or miss. And on a day like today, if you need, well, not today, like tomorrow, if you need defensive stats, Thibel's an option, but yeah, far from must roster. While the Brooklyn Nets, they are getting blokes back. Kevin Durant is going to return. LaMarcus Aldridge is going to return. Cam Thomas is going to return. So they are still without um, Kessler Edwards. They're without David Duke. Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Um, and Kyrie won't be back likely until that 5th of January game against the Pacers. So what does that mean for Claxo? Nick Claxo has been playing big minutes. He's been looking good. But will they continue to start him over Aldridge? I think they might. But it's yeah, tw- is it 23 minutes? and then Griffin and Millsap and Aldridge mix in? Or does he play 30 and Aldridge plays 18? I'd find it hard to believe that Claxo will play 30. To me, the optimized lineup for the Nets is Claxton playing big minutes alongside Kyrie Harden and Durant. But I don't know that that's the direction they're going to go. And also Pat Mills, who's been playing really well. But once Durant comes back, that's going to really limit his role in the offense. He is the number two guy behind Harden at the moment. Then he moves to number three and maybe number four when Aldridge is back. So you're watching Mills. We hold him for now. But I do think he is going to turn into a droppable option as we move forward in the season. But if you, like so many of us, have had issues with you know, trying to keep yourself entertained, locked in your house during this pandemic. So you sign up for free trials, you sign up for subscriptions, but there's just so bloody many of them. And then you forget about it. Well, Truebill is here. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, and the ones that you simply forgot about. On average, Truebill can save customers up to 720 bucks per year. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Subscription scams together is one of those tongue twisters. I can't say it. Subscription scams, subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Next game, Cavs Wizards. At the time of me recording this, I do not have an update on ravishing Rick Rubio. But I will give my left nut. I don't know who wants it, but if someone wants it, if he plays, they can have my left nut. There is no chance that he's playing. I would suggest that he is done for the year. That looked really bad. Um, the wording and the tone of people makes it think it's really bad. It feels like his season's done. I don't know that. It's speculation. I'm not a doctor. I didn't even play one on a TV show. Like, I'm nothing. But I did see that, and it doesn't look great. And two days later, if he's suiting up, again, 
I'm going with one ball for the rest of my life. That's just how things are working over here. Guaranteed not valid in all 50 uh, US states. So there's an option here. There's no Darius Garland. There's no Rick Rubio. Who's going to start? Is it going to be the panger? Kevin Pangos? Who? You're going to be shocked to know this. A bloke that's been on the Cavs roster literally all season, ESPN doesn't have available in their database. ESPN, pay me some money, a lot of it, hopefully, and let me actually update your um, database so that you have the players who are in the NBA that are available to play for fantasy rather than me being able to add Kevin Garnett who retired six years ago. Kevin Pangos has been on roster all year, yet we can't add him. I'll give you a pass on Greg Munro, although Greg Munro is available on ESPN just because they've been too lazy to clear out a bloke who hasn't played for three years, but Pangos not available. Anyway, so if you are on a platform that takes fantasy basketball seriously, um, Kevin Pangos might be an option. Maybe they start him. Or maybe it's Denzel the Hammer Valentine. I'm not sure who they're going to start there. There's, yeah, there's options. They're not great. Isaac Okoro, the other one I want to watch. What the, What is he going to do? Can he ramp up his usage and be good at it? I don't believe he can, but we'll see. They also um, have got guys like RJ Nembhard. What a name. Malik Newman as guys who can take on some um, ball handling responsibilities, but it's going to get pretty ugly in terms of what that backcourt does. So we're really watching what Okoro can do and Valentine and Pangos. For the Wizards, Corey Kispert has been up and down. He's been playing more minutes, um, but we don't know whether KCP or Brad Beal will play. Both of those blokes are listed questionable. There's no Harold, there's no Neto, there's no Holiday, there's no Bryant, but Beal and KCP can return. I still think there is going to be some sort of a role here for Kispert, but will it be a 30-minute role? It's been 33, 35, 39 the last three games. Or will it be back into the 20s or or 18s if those guys return? And then Dan Gafford, 36 minutes last game, no Harold, no Bryant. He's going to have to shoulder a gigantic load. Where's my thing? There it is. Giggity! And I think he's going to be really good. I really like what Gafford can do. If he could block some shots, it'd be bloody good because that's been a little bit lacking in the last couple. But... Big minutes, good efficiency, double-double chance. Shit, he could block five shots, he could block zero. But that, that is what happens with blocks, as we have mentioned plenty of times. On to the game again that we just saw yesterday, the Warriors-Nuggets. What are we looking for in this one? Well, I want to see the doctor, Gary Payton. He's been playing at a really high level. Is he good enough to be a must-roster fantasy guy? I'm not sure, because I'm fully expecting the swimmer Jordan Poole to return here. If Poole is back, Peyton goes back to a really low roll and his value declines pretty sharply. And then Otto Porter, watching him here also. Um, they could also, there's a potential, they get Damian Lee back. They get Jordan Poole back. Andrew Wiggins is already back. So Porter goes back into a much smaller role coming off the bench and probably not a long-term 12-team league guy, but at least a streamable option here. While for the Nuggets, they were missing in the last game. There was no Monty Morris and Aaron Gordon, so they started Faku. Faku Campazo, who is a good assist and steals option. And if Monty is out once more, Faku's going to be a good stream. But watching his minutes, regardless of Morris's status, is something for us to pay attention to. And then Jeff Green. My name is Jeff. He's been starting, but let's be fair, he's been shit out. Like, he hasn't been doing anything good. I think at some point, I would hope, fingers crossed, that Zeke Naji could step into a larger role. He hasn't really done that consistently. But watching Jeff Green, who's nowhere near a 12-team league guy, by the way, you can stream him in for today, but that's really it. Um, And watching what his play looks like, I think, is something that we need to do. But 
as we head towards the college football bowl season, the NFL playoffs. BetOnline is the place that has you covered all holiday season with more props, more odds, and more contests than ever before. BetOnline is your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at some back-to-back stream options. We're looking at the Cavs. So Isaac Okoro, the old Panger, Kevin Pangos, and Dean Wadey-Wade. These are the guys that we're streaming in to get the Thursday, Friday back-to-back out of them. Pretty simple stuff. In terms of options just for Thursday's game, for category leagues, Andre Iguodala is a lean, the waiver wire might be. Iguodala, Jeff Green, Timmy Frazier, or maybe Yorkie. Robin Lopez, who started last game for Orlando. Roderick Hampton, Juan Toscano-Anderson without Draymond Green. The Shark, Bruce Brown, Denzel the Hammer Valentine and Kavon Looney. And then for deeper formats, all of those guys still apply, but also look at these blokes. Davis Bertans, James Johnson, Flaming Mo Wagner. Corey Kispert, George Hill, the Dr. Gary Payton, Kevin Pangos, Dean Wade, DeAndre Bembry, and Cameron Thomas. And for points leagues, we're looking at Roderick Hampton, Timmy Frazier, Gary Harris, Otto Porter, Denny Avdia, Matisse Thibel, Kevon Looney, Jeff Green, and Andre Iguodala. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, you know what to do. Chuck your thumb right up the middle. Flick the little bell. Leave your comments down below. Share, subscribe, tell your friends. Hijack their phones and subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.